Get Into Gate. This is episode 114. We are talking Stargate SG1. A bunch of veteran fans introducing a newbie to the show. Let's introduce the team. My name is Mitch. We got Matty. Yo. We got Brendan. Hello. We got Reese. Yeah, g'day, guys. And. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and we have the actor in the studio, and he just nailed his recent impersonation. But uh, Lincoln, welcome back. It's Hello, while. legends. Now, look, I, uh, let's clear things up. I'm sure we would have loved to have you here anyway. We wanted you here sure. anyway. Yeah. This is the start of the compliment sandwich. Here we go. Just a coincidence that, despite Reese being the newbie that I've just mentioned, he's kind of the reason for the show. We're introducing him to the show. We're making a first in 114 Plus Specials podcast. Reese is no... Well... Reece you is not, say he's no longer no, a part of the no, show. I say he's no longer allowed to be here today, which would make no sense. Is not able to be here today. He's actually away for uh, work. He's missed two before. He's missed two. Well, no, he missed the Origins one, but he was here for he a little Korai bit. Missed Korai and he missed. He did miss Korai. Or was it just Korai? Yeah, you're no, right. It was Korai. It was Korai. Oh, okay. It's Korai yeah. and the Origins special. I think, I think everyone would have preferred to miss <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think I, he's actually gone back and watched it. He's never watched it. But I just wanted to announce to the listeners that. Um, we're replacing Reese this season with Lincoln. So hey, hey, it's the balls You're, dropped. The, you're yeah. the Jonas of the group. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Well, Ouch. I don't know. Even worse for Reese because that burn. means that means Reese is the Daniel of the group, and he would hate. Yeah. Yeah. It's even like better. <laughs> Time to find out if Lincoln's been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, without going to Reese, which is uh, usually the way that we uh, that we go in this show, see what the newbie thought for the first time. Who would like to take this? What do we uh, What do we make of descent? <laughs> It's I like it. I'm jumping straight in. I like it a lot. It's one of the few Jonas episodes I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I thought this was further along in the season because this is where I actually started to like Jonas. Yeah. So, in theory, I only hated him for three weeks of my life, but it just, it was so devastating. Yeah. He's, it was oh, so he's, potent. <laughs> he was so potent, it lasted forever. It was a shot of tequila <laughs> of hatred, and then after oh, that, you kind he's of... He's got plenty <laughs> later on to hate him for, but but at this point, this is a good episode. It's a great yeah. episode. Yeah, I really enjoy yeah. it. Especially when he's diving down, Jonas, into the the depths, and you're like, man, this guy can hold his breath. Yeah. Mm. yeah Jonas is a free diver. Yeah. He's a scholar <laughs> <Certainly>. and free diver. <laughs> This dude's got it all. And no no goggles, but knows exactly where everything is. Quick study. We've, <laughs> we've yeah, said well, that before. Is. I was yeah. going to say, is that is that quickly becoming his That's version his of, of the Carter, it's very advanced? Because I almost feel like that's it's just popping up in every episode now yeah. for the other characters to look at and get, we get it, mate. You can read fast. And yeah, well, this, this is like, Jonas's second superpower. He gets about four through the run of this season. Mm. Um, but this is his first superpower, eidetic memory. Second superpower, can breathe underwater. Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman, basically. <laughs> and he gets a few more powers later on that we'll discuss. Maybe he should have gone to Atlantis then. <laughs> a few episodes like that. Yeah. McKay could have used his help. <laughs> but uh, I did notice something, though, is um, when he's in the banana scene, when he's talking with Teal and all that kind of stuff, he mentioned how he wants to impress O'Neill because it's his first mission. Hmm. Where did they go at the end of the last episode there when yeah. they all walk through, walk through the yeah. Stargate together as a happy tea? Yeah. Because we're the four best friends that ever... Ooh. In the titles credit. Yeah. And, and what in, was that? Do, I, do you think maybe he's referencing the fact that it's his first time in space as a mission? Well, he didn't say that. Yeah, no, mm. he, he said it's his first Tilk mission. Tilk just, just forgot. Mm. Mm. Jonas was just background noise then. <laughs> <laughs> now, the mission itself, like I, I felt, and I watched it from the start, Like it wasn't like I came in five minutes late. I felt like where it starts that we'd missed a lot because mm. and it was like they were saving money from last week's you know essentially last week's double feature uh, double header that 
we're in the ship and they're talking about where they're going for this mission. And it's a car. We got Davis is on board. We got Jacob. Like, they got all the extras, all the secondary features. Like, this is great. Jack's we're, asleep. Jack's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> just, just comes, oh, what did I miss? And I'm like, that's so unprofessional, dude. You're a colonel. Like, how do you get away? I'm like, that's what I love about this team. It's like, only we know what we've experienced. And we can get away with the fact that our boss sleeps in yeah. the job, even though we're in space going to fight potentially dangerous aliens. Like, it's all crazy. You should be taking this way too serious, but you're not. And it's fine because awesome. we all love each other. But they didn't ever show until the final shot of that sequence that they were like I didn't realize I'm like they're outside of outside of Earth you know yeah. like mm. I didn't get that from it the fact kind that of everyone's on board this ship. The only know? line that gave that away is that Jacob would have said, "Oh, I bet you everyone on Earth would have been freaking out about this." Mm. She goes, "You have no idea." Mm. Yeah. So mm. obviously they've gone to another planet, got the cargo ship, and travelled all the way back to Earth. Mm. To, or is that to jump on it? Is that our cargo ship though? Well, that's what I was wondering. But we're because the one that was with the Asgard, right? That's the last time yeah, we saw it in Revelations. Yeah. Was un- underneath the Asgard ship. So, yeah. and that was cause I thought that got broken down completely because Anubis shot it, and they're like, "Oh, that's the end of that." Mm. So I don't know if that's a Tokra <laughs> it ship. Could, it could have been Jacob ship. just taking a Tokra one. But yeah. um, in in the Revelations one, I think they were taking some. Hits and they're like just one or one more will take us out and that's when the Asgard ships rock up like three yeah. bulk ass big bitches yeah. and just like all right you, and it you're was, here it was, challenge us at your own peril and they're yeah. just like yeah f- this yeah. and <laughs> it was next it was functional time, enough to like <laughs> next time I would have gotten away from where you meddling Asgard <laughs> and it was functional enough to kind of like tuck itself in underneath the Asgard ship and even like yeah. do a one eighty and, and face around yeah. so, so it was still going so whether they've just sort of helped them fix that up and or... it's not like it's not like they needed the hyperdrive either because they're really just going into like what the moon orbit or something like that wherever this Hatak was mm. that for some yeah. reason no one else no one else on the planet knew about yeah. but we knew it was there. Got these anim- wow. amateur astronomers everywhere, and they can't pick up like Anubis's flagship <laughs> ship. Yeah. But no, I, I actually liked the fact that you kind of have to put a few things together at the start of the episode. Mm. It's just them cruising out in space, and then they're saying how excited they are and this and that. And it's it's wicked because I love. It's kind of got a, everything, everything that you love about these um, about these episodes. So you know, you got some space stuff happening. You got the the Jafar battles. You got them trying to figure out some sciencey kind of stuff. And then it brings it down to being an Earth-based. And I know it's mm. not in the SGC, and I know it's not on the, the land or whatever, but they've brought it back to Earth, so you still know, you know, in your own mind that they're in Earth. They're underwater, but you're like, yeah. it's everywhere that's awesome that you love seeing, you know, your favourite yeah. episodes or whatever. You may go, oh, I love the space ones. I love this. It's got something for everyone. But, yeah, it's... And I don't know. I just think that this episode had so much depth to it. And, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, you are depth. You went there. We, I did. We, we weren't going to leave that one. No, no. We weren't going to leave that one floating out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think Mitch is right though in that it was a money saving endeavor that we didn't see a lot of the opening, and also in an episode called Descent, we didn't see the Tuck crash and float down. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I think that was money saving because that whole water scene, like where um, uh, O'Neill and Carter yeah, had to pay a pool also, entry. <laughs> yeah, and then also where Jonas is later and, uh, on. And as a father, Brennan, you and yeah, I both, oh, absolutely. Of fortune. <laughs> well, no, I said a family pass. That's what oh, they had to do pass. because they had to recreate. So that's not the normal hallway we see. The normal hallway is obviously made out of plyboard and, and all that kind of stuff. They had to recreate one of those halls made entirely out of plastic and then took mm. it to a pool. No way. And then so what they did is they mounted the camera onto the set and then they lowered the set into the pool and that's how you see the water rising. 
as that's they're cool. going through. That's cool. Did they do that in bait at all? Did they do that kind of stuff? Or was it just lots of real water? In bait, they uh, they they had two different sound studios, and the one that I was in, they took a, a like a story level size out of the bo- out of the ground, and then made a completely brand new underground car park. Just made everything, put put a couple of fake cars in there, and then just flooded it. Shit. Yeah, and then once they were done with everything, did they go back and do the start of the film where so they drained it all completely, and then they had this machine which looked like a like a single standalone sentry tower, which was just they just tipped water down, and that's what come and smashed the car wow. and all that kind of stuff. So they they waited for the big stuff to the end, but yeah, they flooded it for the rest of it. And, and did uh, you guys get warm water? Because these guys got heated water. Ah, did they now? Yeah. Did they now? <laughs> no, that's no, where the budget goes. No shrinkage for an eel now. See, we didn't get the heated water. Yeah. And after about three days, that's when all the cars started, uh. all the stuff come out like it started to seep out of the cars and into oh, the water yeah. so by about the third or fourth day the water was pretty murky and Whoa. from memory you got really sick off that shoot too because you're like um, surrounded by water I swallowed a <laughs> lot of water um, there was one scene where I uh, and they had like it was when I get attacked by a shark and they had an underwater fan and uh, sorry this this uh, like sort of that thing that can drag you along underwater oh the underwater jet skis yeah and they held that and so to sort of simulate a shark sort of I guess tearing me apart or whatever and I come up for a breath as it happened, and it's just all the water is just, and I've just swallowed Ooh. it all and coughed it all up, and I was like, Ugh. "This was in the light, like final week of shooting." Oh, yeah. And they're like, "You're all right," and I'm like, "Yep." I can imagine for these guys when you just said they're lowering the camera into the set and all that kind of stuff. Even though you know you're completely safe, I can imagine it would have been a pretty daunting thing, you know? Like, mm. well, yeah, because they didn't have control of how they're going to get out. Mm. And there was no like air pocket for them to kind of swim up into either. They no. just had to wait. You have apparently, to trust. Because um, it's an ages swim, apparently. It's a what? They had to swim for a long while to get out of the set. So yeah. if they were running out of breath, they are pretty much f***ed. <laughs> they had to just be like, turn up. Apparently the, the spot where O'Neill and Carter are going up to the top to reach uh, like that little air pocket up the top, that took about seven or eight takes because Carter like kept misjudging the distance and smacking her head on the ceiling. Oh. So then they would have to drain it back and do it again and drain it back and do it again to the point where O'Neill's is just like, really? What are we doing? Come on now. <laughs> Hold your breath. Yeah. Seems like they like to take some risks with uh, with the Stargate team, you know? So in mm. this instance, you had to trust the... Uh, all the tech and all the, all the equipment completely to ensure that two of your main stars don't drown. Yeah, now that's, that's one. That's one. Yeah, it's like don't drown your now, boss. There's another part. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't drown the executive producer slash lead actor. Yeah, yeah the guy whose name's above the titles. Yeah, yeah. Don't drown him. And then you go back to uh, when they're on the planet. Uh, uh, oh God, now I can't remember the episode. Sorry, guys. But it's there. Daniel's looking back just in case there's a bear. That could be running onto set. Oh, Remember you yeah. guys were saying there was they were looking back every now and again Scorched just to sort her? Yeah. It was. That's it. That's yes. And where'd up all that from? Oh Jesus. I'd like to see. But um <laughs> they they yeah, it's kinda like, okay, let's let's just take our chances. And it's kind of um it's kinda cool. It was bold. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed this episode, is yeah, there was just a lot of different stuff. It's, you remember that. You remember that 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 hallway flooding with water. Mm. Yeah. You know what I thought you would have loved it, Lincoln? Ninja Ghoul. Ninja Ghoul. <laughs> they have samurai swords as well as staff weapons. Right? The, you, when it cuts to Ninja him and he's like Jafar. pulling the knife yeah, out, of his, yeah. out of his back. Yeah. Slowly. Slowly. He said good. If you look to the right, you can see his mate Gould is actually holding <laughs> Take two. two. two Ninja Jafar. <laughs> oh, old mate's holding it for him. He's holding his staff for him. Oh, so, so he's he got his little the, bitch. The, though, yeah. yeah. But what I thought they should have done is that freezing guy should have been decapitated. Mm. Yeah. Like not just I thought stats. he was for a sec. Yeah, me too. But it was it, just like it, tech it pans or around the corner. It kind of trolleys around the corner, and then you see, and you're like, oh, he's cut. Oh no. Yeah, it's they could have just hair. redressed Daniel's head from uh, Double Jeopardy. 
just you know put a yeah. put a different yeah, wig yeah, on that. Yeah. They've obviously they've got a severed head well, floating around. Just yeah. Put it facing the other way, so it would just been some hair. You wouldn't you, you yeah. didn't really pay yeah. much attention to that dude it. anyway. Missed so. opportunity. No. Missed opportunity. Yeah. What was not a missed opportunity though was uh, old uh, Colin Cunningham, Major Davis. Mm. He was not actually written in this episode. So when this episode was written, it was just two random tech guys. And then they send out the breakdown of the episode and stuff like that. And Colin Cunningham got a got a hold of it, rang old Brad right up and said, hey, don't you reckon uh, Major Davis could be one of these guys? And Brad right went, f*** you're right. Yeah. So Colin Cunningham got to work that week. What a good Buzzer. bloke. And you it kind of... You see you with a paycheck. <laughs> How'd he get it? Like, How'd he get the script? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, chilling around set, just <laughs> hanging. Hey, yeah. no, I'm on... Yeah, just a cutaway for like, <laughs> the last <laughs> episode. Brad Wright so. goes to the security guy. Hey, Janice. <laughs> I just got to pick up something I left in here yesterday. <laughs> you haven't been here since season five. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, like, Brad Wright always tells a joke. He's like something along the lines of like, it's the first time an actor has ever said they're perfect for a role and actually been right. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me wonder though, like... Imagine if they just made Davis a part of SG One. I thought the exact same thing. He was pretty good. The exact same thing. <laughs> he was pretty good. He, he is good. And you mm. would think that would get the same kind of like back and forth what we we've loved for five years or loved or hated depending on whether you're Reese or not. Um, between Jack <laughs> and Daniel, that argument yeah. over different ideologies or whatever, you would still get that from even though Davis would be coming at it from a military angle. What I love about that character is that he's that middleman between the Pentagon. He see he, he, he comes at it from a Pentagon point of view, yeah. but he sympathizes with the SGC. Yes. Or it's the other way he's around. Got a good mor- like, moral compass. I'm with yeah. you guys, but come on, the president wants this, you yeah. know? So like yeah. that, you would have still had that conflict, but with a guy that was a little bit more of a, a good, you know, soldier, even, field yeah. agent. And even though he's a major, he's on multiple occasions gone toe to toe with Hammond and O'Neill mm. and pushed yeah. back. Yeah. And it's like, so yes, at the end of the day, he's got to yeah, follow yes. orders. But it's like, imagine if he, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if he joined the team instead, like he could have been a really good moral compass. Mm. He could have, you know, done a little bit of research on ancient Gould and ancient Egypt and stuff like that. But then in this episode, it also shows that he knows a bit about tech. So essentially, Davis is like, in Star Wars terms, a grey Jedi. You know, oh, I like that. He does. He, he he sort of fights the fight on both both mm. sides. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, Davis. Yeah, is- I wish I wish he'd come in to replace Jackson instead. That would have been awesome. When I was playing Kotor, the Knights of the Old Republic Star Wars game, you could choose between dark and light. So the first time I'd play it, I'd be dark side. Yeah. And then the second time I play it, I'm like, I'm going to be light. And the best I could be is grey. It's <laughs> oh, just so tempting. <laughs> no, oh, I'll kill it. this kid. I don't care. No, I, I need got, his money. I've got a question to ask. Um, every time Maddie's made a Star Trek reference, we've, uh, we've, we've brought up a Maddie's Box of Shame. Now, we, we've sort of brought up some Star Wars references. Is there going to be... I know there was a little chat between the boys. Is there going? Hey, to... you're only here like once every eighteen weeks. Don't, <laughs> don't start making. Up I'm the major. The Dave, I'm the major Davis right now, baby. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah no. you're only yeah. a major, but you've got some cred. Deal with the big guys. We get it. <laughs> I want to know because uh, every now and again, you lads will throw out a reference to uh, to something of of, of that nature. Mm. I want to know: is there going to be a box of shame for each one of you guys? Will there be a communal That's something that I something that I threw out in the group chat. It got no traction apart from got, with got, Lincoln. Thank you. <laughs> Which I thought I'd bring it up now because hey, look, no I'm, one else quite responded. I'm happy to, to make it. comparisons to other sci-fis because I'm not. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I only did that because Lincoln was taking a drink, and I just wanted to see what could happen. <laughs> Thankfully, um, he didn't spit all over our expensive equipment. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Uh, it's just that Maddie wanted this to be a Star Trek thing, so he'd made the box of shame just to bring it back a bit. We're happy for the Star Trek references. Mm, fair enough. We're happy for the Star. I think the the good thing was it is entertaining, but mm. maybe it should be focused on not so not just shitting on Maddie. Could be sh- if I did bring up Cooper too many times. Or if Reese oh does. no, there's no such thing as too yeah. many times. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like these days we no. all shit on Cooper more than you yeah, do. Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I don't know. If anything, a... you you need a quota. Yeah. You need to, if, if you yeah. have less than, if it's less than yeah, a certain yeah, amount, then three. you have to box a shame. If out. you don't shit on him three times in an episode, your microphone gets turned off. <laughs> That's good. I like that actually. That's really good. Speaking of recurring themes, I know how much we love in this episode in this in this room. Hammond and his self-destructs. We've always talked about the self-destructs. So hard. Someone, I found this online, someone has gone and done the hard yards and the setting of the self-destruct on this uh, Hatak is the 34th self-destruct set since the series started. What? There's been 34 self-destructs up until this episode if you count ships and the SGC. See, there's people in charge that shouldn't be allowed to play with matches. (laughs) Does that include just initiating self-destruct? Yeah. So even if it doesn't go off? Even if it doesn't go off. Because obviously Hammond set the self-destruct like 4,000 times. Well, less than 34 times, I guess. Um, but this is the 34th that time we know self-destruct about. has been set. Wow. There really isn't enough self-destructs on anything, is there? Like, you know, <laughs> imagine buying a toaster and it's like his self-destruct. Yeah. We're over 100 episodes. It should be at least 100 self-destructs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember growing up, and Link, you might remember this too, the, the, you know, the cigarette lighter in your car. Mm. Where, do you remember why we got told not to touch that? Like, you I don't do. touch it because it'll burn the shit out of you. If you obviously, if you're a kid and you press it in, whatever, you know, it's going to burn you as a kid. Mm. You might burn the car. I think at one stage we actually did, you know, uh, leave a, a burn mark on, on one of the seats. You I, know? So mum would be displeased with this, mm. as would my, as would dad. But mum's like, don't touch that. If you touch that, the car will explode. <laughs> my dad she told a... us that our, like, Toyota had a self-destruct. <laughs> now, like, that's I, awesome. If you Being leave it in, it'll stay in too long, no, and no, then oh, the car will... That, yeah, no, no, it's just no if, you, if you push it in, then that means you can't be taken out, and it'll explode and Something stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. remember the specifics. It was just touch that, the car will yeah. explode. <laughs> now, I that's, know, that's as a father <laughs> of the three kids, even just the two older ones, yeah. you tell them not to touch anything. That's just encouragement to find new and better ways to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason as a kid, and I would have done that too. It's like, don't play with that. Don't go over here. Don't run in the house. I'm doing all that stuff. For some reason, <laughs> touch that and the car will blow up. Logic left my brain and I thought that our car would blow up if I touched that thing. Yeah. Like even now, I'm sc- I don't know, smoke, so I'm scared. It's like, I need to charge my phone, but I might blow up the car if I touch that. <laughs> my dad, My dad went very similar. Except it was in, um, they had, had like the normal day-to-day car, but then we had a fancy car that was only for special occasions. It was a Mercedes-Benz with a sunroof and all that kind of stuff. So my, we were never allowed to touch anything in there. So dad said in the Mercedes-Benz, it was the eject button. Oh, wow. And it would eject you out through I the sunroof. I would have pushed yeah, that yeah, every day. Sure. Well, no, it was for Does the driver. Parachute, it, was the dri- it was the driver's seat only because he basically, and he explained the whole thing out that it was if you saw that you were about to go to, into an accident and you knew that you weren't going to be able to break in time, you just press the eject button and you're out like a... Like a pilot in a jet. Imagine just if you have the best intentions when you think something's going to go wrong. You're like, I'm going to save you. And you push that and you're like, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So it was an eject button at our house. Because it, d- it was right below the um, the switch for the um, the sunroof as well. So it, in your mind as a kid, it was made logical sense. You hit the sunroof and then you hit the eject button. Oh, well. That'd be a quick ass sunroof. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was the thing. It, that it'd have to be considered. faster than those doors that are that are slowly closing on the um when uh, when the, this ship and this episode starts to fill up with water. It's just like oh the 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 
mechanisms are keen. It's like, mm. you're like, okay, look, if something was happening really bad, you'd want those doors to shut so fast. Right. Like, if, if there's a, a break in pressure in space and it's going to suck everyone out, you want those doors to close really quick. But instead it's like, mm. you're like, okay, all right, this is going to... Here's a question. Oh. And this is my other kind of weird, like, plot point uh, in this episode. At the end of the episode, we escape via the glider bay. Mm. Why don't we just do that at the start? Like when like, oh no, the, the bad ninjas have set us in for a collision course. There's four of us, two of us are pilots, let's head to the glider bay. Mm. Yeah. yeah, good call. But he was, he was like, even when he's in the in the cargo ship with Jonas, he's very robotic. Like the whole, um, Hammond's like, oh, we're all holding our breath down there. <laughs> that would be unwise, General. It's like, really, mate, you still don't get it. And then Jonas makes a joke later on. He's like, are you suggesting some kind of alien no, that, conspiracy? Oh, scene? That, honestly, that scene, that <laughs> might be one of my favourite moments yeah. of the entire series so far. <laughs> it's been, that was so brutal. Just his head turned. Are you suggesting an alien conspiracy? Snapped like, it across. Yeah. No. And it's been 20 years. And then years. Just, it cut back. And it's like, they're just he's using the same staring. shot. But he's still staring. <laughs> and like, it's been 20 years and I still don't know whether he was serious or was so making great. a joke. Like, you just don't know. It's so I've been good. warned about your humour. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, right. Yeah. He's just still staring at him. So dead. No conspiracy. <laughs> it's that slow turn away. It's like, yeah. all right, wise guy, I'm watching you. It's like if he'd raised an eyebrow, you're like, oh, okay, he's joking. Yeah. It's like he didn't even raise an eyebrow. He was just like, he's just a robot setting back to zero. Yeah. Was- Other than that, Teal'c, I think, had one of his best, that was his best like comedic moment for me, even though if we don't know whether maybe he was joking or not. But his, I feel like it's, it's a real shame that we don't have Reese here for this particular point because I feel like it was one of Teal'c's best action pieces uh, when he did take on the Ninja Jafars and he like, around the corner zat shot with it mm. sideways. Mm. Yeah, the kill mm. shot. It's a kill <laughs> shot. Like around the so- corner, sideways zats him and then, you know, he's ducking, weaving it in and around yep. and then when he like, he ducks behind the wall on the left and then the Jafar comes up to the wall on the right and then Teal'c's behind that one just comes mm. out, elbows yeah. him in the face and then point blank zats him in the chest or the face or yeah. something and it's yeah. like, that was the best eight seconds you had ever. And yeah. that like, and that round the corner zat shot is so good it makes the opening credits. It's like it's so does Jonas yes. for the next couple oh, of years. Right. So does when Jonas comes around and doesn't shoot anybody. <laughs> and make the credits too. <laughs> I, just, I just had to reload my zat. They're an energy weapon. Oh, I'll think of another yeah. excuse why I was useless. It jammed. But I love that it's like Anubis who's like the newest, biggest, baddest dude out there mm. and it's like he didn't leave behind normal Jafar he left behind like his personal guard ninja Jafar mm. that are just like elite mm. until takes him out yeah. takes it him didn't out. even take him long either no. didn't even break a sweat didn't have a scratch and I love how when Jonah does that that moment where he spins around and just opens up his zat and you and you know and the first thing he sees is Tilk's already cleaning up their mess? He's yeah. already cleaning up their staff <laughs> weapons. Oh, he's play, he's been playing Red Dead Redemption. He's already killed them and just immediately looting them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this and I'll take that. Ooh, armor up, armor up. Extra that. Um, another good Tilk bit actually the um in the the truck when they're driving, like when it's Jonas and Tilk at night in the truck, and they're driving to the to like the DSRV. Mm. You know that. Mm. So, an interesting little tidbit, that's actually not Tilk. That is reverse Tilk. Oh, really? So, they just set up the camera once, filmed all Jonas's stuff. Then Jonas got out of the car. They put Tilk in. He filmed it in the exact same spot. And they just mirrored the image to look like he was sitting on the other side of the truck. <laughs> yeah, because his symbol's backwards. Yeah, if you look yeah, really, right. really closely, oh. his serpent is back to front. Because they, they figured that was easier to hide than like Jonas's hair part would be yeah, on the wrong yeah. side or whatever it was. I was like, that was kind of interesting. That's 
They do that a lot in movies. Way. You can see that, and they just chuck it in. It's obvious. Oh, to, some yeah. Some of them's really mm. obvious, like where it is the part. You're like, dude, and the the, the guy's face isn't symmetrical. Yeah. So you can tell, like, he's looking in a mirror or something, mm. just because they shot on the wrong on that wrong side of the line. Yeah, it's an imaginary line when you're filming. You're not meant to cross the camera on over that angle because it will confuse the audience. Mm. I I tend to have a good ear for when there's like really bad ADR that's been subbed in. Yeah, like oh, you can some sh- TV shows. It's just so bad. Mm. It's just like completely different tone, intonation, audio quality, yeah. and it just get people and they're talking a little bit like this, and they're really distressed. And then yeah. it's the back of their head, and it's like, "Hi there, Matty, how are you? <laughs> what? No, um, you're not outside. You're in a room. This, and you're happy. This might be a stretch for anyone listening to a Stargate podcast, but um, oh look, he's on the screen. He's oh, working. Oh, Reese on screen oh, doing the traffic. Oh, g'day, buddy. You made it, bro. <laughs> uh, this might be a bit of a stretch for um, for anyone listening to a Stargate podcast, but just recently, um, recently, you recently, ah, uh, RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race uh, just finished a, a season. It's like a reality show type, you know, type thing. And what they did is they got to the final episode, and they've got two final contestants that are about to win. So they filmed one because it was filmed like a year ago. They filmed one contestant winning. Then filmed the other contestant winning, and then they just decide later on who's going to yeah. do it. Well, they decided in post production that they were going to do a double win, and they were, both people were going to win. So they just did this really bad voiceover from RuPaul <laughs> and just intercut bits of one person winning and bits of the other person winning, and try to make it all look like it was happening live. Yeah, and the fandom went crazy and went, "What is this bullshit?" Yeah, <laughs> so it was just like this. Really bad editing and really bad ADR all mixed in together. It was <laughs> it was terrible. It was... No Stargate in this episode. Oh, no. No Stargate in this episode. But I'm gonna I say... just, that just came to my mind. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but the Stargate administration, what is their... What is their sort of process like when they're hiring scientists? Because as far as what we've seen, their scientists do not do what they're told. Yeah, Even right. if they're on another planet or in space. Yeah. Now, Oh, well, if first... it's a moon, go right ahead. Thank you. <laughs> when we're first introduced to Jennifer Haley, you have the scientist that's in charge. I can't remember his name because he's a wanker. Yeah, but he's call. like, yeah, don't go near the, the bright, shiny... The caves and the, shit. Yeah, don't go near mm. there. And yeah, and he just decides that he's going to eventually do it and... First he tries, and O'Neill catches him out because he's yeah. like, "Oh, he's polishing his M16." It's like, "No, actually, it's a P90." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> you caught me." Anyway, so he's been told once, and then later on he does it, and then it works out in his favor for like five minutes, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm the best thing in the world." And then it turns out shit for him, yeah. and you're like, "Okay, cool. Don't don't go near the the shield generators just for a while." He's like, "Why do you want to do it? Just to look at them? Just to look at them?" He's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Okay, don't do it." Yeah. And just do what you're supposed to do. Okay, I've got to yeah. go do that. That's fine. Just stay away. Okay, cool. I'm going to walk away. Oh, he's going around the corner. It's literally like a five-year-old child. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're gone. I'm going to go anyway. That's what happens, kids. Ninjas like... will get you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's like, in the in the SGC like uh, HR department, there's like a Statler and Waldorf. And one of them is like, oh, this guy's shit. He's not going to be any good. And then the other one is like, yeah, but... Daniel's a civilian and he worked out all right. <laughs> and it's like he wins every time yeah, we get a yeah. shithouse civilian 
It's like, well, Daniel turned out all right. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I can't compete with that because he did Jackson. open the Stargate. It's like that lawyer on South Park using the Chewbacca method. They can never argue against it. So it's just like, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, he's using the Chewbacca method. And it's just like, but Daniel, okay, all right, you win again. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not even, I don't even care that that doctor died or whatever his uh, scientist, whatever. No. I, don't, I don't even yeah. care that ninjas cut him down no. and, it, and it makes me <laughs> if anything they did the SGC a favour and it makes me wonder too it's like did the original script have both scientists dying and then when Colin yeah. Cunningham wrote himself into it they went well we're not going to kill <laughs> oh, yeah. Major Davis you know Davis. that happened yeah. absolutely that happened or Major Davis has gone oh that guy dies I can't be that character oh I can be this one over here that doesn't <laughs> die though um, I know we were speaking about it the other week about how glad we are that rings are still a thing and that we wish that they just kept with the rings. Like, that's that's the mode of quick transportation, other than the Stargate, obviously. Quick, short transportation within the Stargate universe are the rings because they're cool, they're unique to Stargate. Yeah. They looked really f***ing cool in this episode when they ringed out Jonas and the whole like tube of water oh, yeah. came God, with him, and yes. it didn't it didn't fall apart until all the rings were gone, yeah. and then you just yeah. had this suspended animated <laughs> tube of water, and <laughs> sloshes out everywhere. And I'm like, oh God, Brennan's gonna have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> look, I hate to say it, but even my beloved Star Trek can't top that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that, that is so just good. epic. There just was the more wetness that. on Brendan's floor than there was on the floor <laughs> of that ship. I just <laughs> love it how he had to time it, do do do, and then kind of back up, press the button, then dive into the rings yeah. Off, yeah. and then just oh so good so good and then he landed on his back which didn't make sense <laughs> well you don't want to land on your front well he was on his front when the rings came up that's all My, minor details I think but one cool cylinder for that <laughs> <laughs> meet your quota Brandon meet your quota mate it was actually and as cool and as it was I know they're working on TV budget and it's week to week, blah, blah, blah. But that was Cooper's idea, though. (laughs) (laughs) The CGI did look pretty poor. Once the water hit the floor and was like bouncing off the walls and come back and hit Jonas, it was like he was fine. He wasn't covered in any water. And then all of a sudden there was just like two different layers of water over top of his legs Mm. and then they were just gone again. I'm like, oh, I know water's very hard to... To, to create digitally. It's like water and fire. We just still yeah, haven't should have just let it, it go out mm. and not yeah. bother coming yeah, back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's that many it's hallways. a big ship. Yeah. 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 Didn't need to come back. Yeah. Mm. We got the effect. Yeah, that was very cool. Very cool. There's a cool little behind the scenes point. No here. sand in that water though. Obviously. No. No. Mm, yeah, they didn't they didn't put the water filter on. Like the Toker <laughs> have got the sand filter on yeah. when they're on, on their planet. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you know, the ships don't have the water filter. The vacuum set. filter. So <laughs> But um, another cool little thing to watch out for in the um, the Jacob and Davis scenes on the Peltac, um, our beloved late great Carmen Genzianzo, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. The man. Now, there's two points, and I don't know which one that is, but there's one point where Carmen is about to stand up. He's been he's been injured, mm. and he's about to stand up, and um, Davis like grabs his arm and pulls him up, mm. and he kind of winces and, and goes oh, and then later on in that scene after they've saved the day or whatever, Davis like pats him on the shoulder, like really, really hard. He's like, ah, ah. one of those times was actually Carmen wasn't expecting that. And that's an act. Like he was actually annoyed at Davis oh, for really? doing that. Cause he wasn't ex- expecting it. So that was like a real reaction of him, like in pain. Cause he just wasn't expecting Davis to hit him that hard. Oh, but I don't know be. which one. Cause there's two points where Davis touches him and he kind of, you know, Deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I say. Well, yep, go with it. Go with it. Yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. And, uh, Don't speaking, break character, mate. Yep. And speaking of the Peltac, Anubis's big throne with the you know with the big drapes over it, 
that's actually uh, Daniel's chair from Absolute Power. Like his his <laughs> evil lair throne. They just pulled that out of storage, threw some drapes over it, and that's Anubis's throne. <laughs> yeah, I I think for a lot of this episode, it was just it's it's kind of that that season premiere hangover that we usually get um, in every season where they've, they've thrown out all the money and then it's just like, all right, we'll just be quiet for a couple of weeks. And even at the start of this, I'm like, oh, this, doesn't, this isn't really grabbing me. They're telling me a lot of cool stuff like, you know, with Thor and then this is the ship and it's Anubis and people are missing and whatever. But it was actually when old mate scientists, you know, went missing and then they're like hunting around. It was just like, what is going on? It was actually the mystery rather than the, the story and the backstory of this episode that kept me going because I like that mystery element long enough for the story to almost catch up and then it'd be more about Thor's consciousness is here and he's basically, has he brought this ship to us, you know, to, to, to help us out or was it just like a defense mechanism against the Gould and all this sort of stuff? But I liked, it was a bit of a different flavor for a Stargate episode where it wasn't mm. this whodunit almost, a, a mystery sort of thing, you know, the the the, the creep in the corner, the, the hidden threat sort of thing and the fact that they were ninja, you know, Jafar, who we don't see after Tilk knocks that guy to the ground and, and point blanks him in the face. We didn't even see that guy hit the floor, and we never see them like after that. Like really, like because he ringed him into space. <laughs> that would yeah, just push either that or the ring. Yeah, totally. Or they're in the water. They're, yeah. being, they're being eaten by like low diving sharks, which would be kind of cool. I just realised something because <clears throat> I just said, "Oh, he just pressed the flush button." Remember, we were talking a couple of seasons ago about whether the, the pelt out there, the cargo ships have a toilet or not. Yeah. When we talk about facilities. Why wouldn't they just take a shit in the middle of the rings and then just ring it out? Yeah, I thought we said that. Did take we? a dump on the rings. I yeah, think we so. Might have. Yeah. No, we I mean, in your defence, it'll probably get lost in all the other poo chat that we have on there, <laughs> <Very, laughs> and yeah, how much yeah. other poo Very we want true. to send other places via great technology. Actually, that like, let's just let's just give that a second. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> let's just mull on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being at like going to a, a home world? Like one of the system lord homeworlds, <laughs> and you just like you go there and you go there in a cloaked Chilling cargo in ship. Yeah, you just go you're cloaked. You go into the atmosphere and everything, and then you just sit above. And you know that like they've they've got their dudes waiting everywhere on guard, and even in their main sort of temple bit, they have something there so they can just so the system lord can just get off his throne, stand straight on the rings, ring aboard his mothership. So can you imagine just like going and someone's just got mad gastro, so he just has the squirts. So you just chocolate sneeze into the rings and oh, then all of, a sudden, all of a sudden press the button and then like Lord you or something like that just opens up and he just got the big curry night going on. What but, is this shit? Here? I know it's impossible because everyone on the ship died, but you think that the like imagine the rumors go around about Ra and the way that Ra went was because they had like this bomb got ringed into his oh, ship yeah. mm-hmm. second and they were like, Whoa, that'd be such a bad way to go and they just start getting like poo ringed into their places like <laughs> this is so much worse than a, a, a Nacquita infused nuclear bomb. <laughs> I would rather die. I would rather die with a bomb in my face rather than tilk shit all over me. <laughs> He just gets some pouch juice. Oh, hang on, that was Jonah's shit. Oh, why would you do that? I'd like it if the guy just did a big Mr. Whippy style (laughs) one in the middle of the rings. Just an emoji. Just a perfect emoji. Yeah, exactly right. Emoji poo. You ringed it down when no Jafar were in there, so it's just sitting there. Oh, so the smell <laughs> Some dudes just, just walk, yeah, just smelling. They walk in, what is that? And they just step in it, and like, oh, god damn it, Graham! It's did like you, a prank. Did you bring your did cat you in shit, again? Shitting in each other's <laughs> rings. <laughs> Not again. Oh, there's so Graham. many, so many possibilities, Graham. <laughs> Apologies, to any Grahams that listen. Like, we yeah, love great you. people. Great people. Uh, I want to sponsor the show. Yeah, jump on a Patreon. We'd love to see more Grahams pop up. Are we doing a Patreon shout-out at the end of the episode? I'd love for there to be a Graham next week. Oh, Jesus.
<laughs> hey, um, so we're in a new season, so I thought I'd introduce a new segment that we can try out for this season. Obviously, of, of the, you know, normally five of us in the room, I'm obviously the linguist and the, uh, the, the, the champion of accents. Like, I'm the best one here at doing accents, obviously. Mm-hmm. Especially the Irish and Scottish. Right? Yeah. So I thought, well, let's find out what other languages, how they're experiencing Stargate. In a little segment I'm going to call... Yeah. I'm just getting, getting I'm not in the so I don't know how loud it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daft Punk. Great soundtrack to Tron Legacy. If you haven't checked that out, check that bad boy out. Fantastic. I've seen Tron Legacy. They got some royalties if they want to throw that towards Patreon. Great people. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chuck your mask on and send us some money. Long time. Yeah. For a long time. Uh, so I found this little section. Around the world? Yeah, around, around we're going to go world. around the world, and we're going to yeah. find out what other... Brendan just thought I picked this song at random, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> um, it was like that or Taylor Swift. <laughs> find out what these episodes are called in other languages. Oh, oh I like it. I like so first we're going to go to France and speak the French, and find out what they say in France. It is called Réunion, Reunion. which translates to Reunion. This episode is called Reunion in France. Is oh. it? Huh? I thought they were just trying to pronounce the Riol. <laughs> the I know, that, I know that there is an alien species Can you say Riol. croissant? Croissant. Oh, good shit. Perfect. Yeah. Croissant. I'd buy one. Mm. Off you. Uh, it's like <laughs> wiping your ass with silk. I love it. <laughs> and then we go to, uh, it's a Mimario in Italian. We go into Italian. And they call it uh, con- Conto alla Rovesia, which is Countdown. It translates to. Oh, so this that's hard. Countdown. 34 that's episodes hard. so far have yeah. been titled Countdown. That's <laughs> hard. <laughs> and I don't know how to do a Spanish accent without sounding really racist, so I'm not even going to try. Oh, I've got to work on the... Sorry. What? Now Hang he's on. Why is it racist? <laughs> because Spanish The other covers, ones aren't? Because Spanish <laughs> covers like 10 different countries. So, so what? So I, just, I don't have a good Spanish accent ready yet, okay? I mean, it's not like we don't have French or Italian people in, yeah. in this like country. <laughs> yeah, but that's... French is like French, from Canadian. France. Yeah, which they immigrated from France. Like they, anyway. Well, yeah. So did the Spanish people immigrated from Spain? Come on, get into it. Let's do. It. Give us your best well, no, Mexican. I wanted to get past this one really quick because it's just it's just descenso, which is descent. Like it doesn't actually have. Hey, look. Here's a way to make it not racist. Okay. Just imitate a character, even yeah. if it's a caricature. Be Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Great, great cartoon Oi, character from back in the day. Go stand behind that wall and do it. Oh, I see what you did there. It's a good while. Um, no, I want tremendous. Wild. Ironically, I want to get past this one quickly because it's it's just descent. It's descent. They didn't actually name anything. Oh, no. el descento. Yeah. <laughs> see, perfect. Well, it's descenso. Descenso. El descenso. Um, <laughs> or el Salvadorian. Uh, here's one Brendan can relate el to. Descento. Czech. How it's how the how the episode is uh, translated in Czech is Havari, which means crash. I don't How's know. How's that spelled? H A V A with a little thingy, R I E. Oh, yeah. Havari. Uh, over to Hungary. The A is kind of like a double A, I believe. Havari. Yeah. Havari. You got it. Boom. Uh, over to Hungary. Zuhanas, mm. which translates to dive. And finally to the German. I love the German. I love a bit of German. Ooh. <laughs> My name is Hans. <laughs> Call me Hermon. <laughs> We're having fun, fun, fun on the autobahn. <laughs> That's not racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who's worried about Spanish? But no, El Mariachi I, is. I, <laughs> for God's sake. 
No, I stole that from Craig Ferguson. That's why it's not racist. Oh, now oh, it's yeah. less yeah. racist. Yeah. Scotsman doing that. He's a that. Scotsman doing a German accent. <laughs> uh, and it, uh, it translates as Notlandung, which is emergency landing. I feel that they're probably the most off point than, than anything else because yeah. it's, it's not the emergency landing. It's a, it's a crash. Landing. Yeah. So and, and they, they had no they had no chance of of landing it at all. They could have should have called it Sully. Mm. Yeah. But aren't, aren't Germans the one that call an orgasm? <laughs> the Tom Hanks death? movie. Tom, Tom, Hanks, Tom Hanks should have done the voice of <laughs> Thor in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get serious now? <laughs> Is it great the movie. Or great the people. French, though, yeah. that, that call that call an orgasm a little death. What? Who does? Either the French or the Germans. Women, the French mate, they love a root. Orgasm, <laughs> orgasm translates to the little death. Oh, well, if the little fella's got nowhere to they go. Just, no, they're clearly mm-hmm. doing it wrong if they're going to go to bed. Who's so, ever had sex and went, oh, I feel like a little piece of me just died then? Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it depends. Yeah. I mean, generally. Depends oh, on what you do it with. But I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's the whole coyote ugly thing. It's just like, oh, God, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Good segment, Maddie. Bit racist, but <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> oh, we'll bring it back next week, see what happens. Absolutely. I haven't watched... Uh, been able to watch this episode in a, in a fair while, so I'm going to be recapping off the memory bank, but let's go for this shit. You want me to do it? Oh. To you? Yeah. All right, do it to man. me. I love when you do it. I mean... <clears throat> oh, sorry. What? <laughs> do it to me, it's time it. to find out if Lincoln's been paying hey, attention. <laughs> 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 Is that how Reese feels every All week? Right. Awesome. Lincoln. Yo. 30 seconds on the clock. Five questions. Time starts at the end of this. In the episode Descent, what did Jacob say we can't slap on the... Onto the side of the mothership. A US Air Force sticker. Correct. What did Jonas pull out of his vest in the cargo ship? A banana. Correct. How did Tilk and Jonas enter the mothership? Via uh, the submarine docked, and then they did it through some little uh, little little tubey thing that they through the which uh, tubes? Ah, uh, through the uh, uh, through the escape pod tubes. Correct. What was the name of the doctor who was killed? Freezing. Correct. What did Tilk think was the most unwise? Holding your breath! Correct! <laughs> it's done! That's how you do it! That's, that's, so that's how it's done! <laughs> Too easy! Five out of five! Well so done, done Reese! <laughs> yeah, baby. Brilliant. Good shit. I mean, if if he hadn't, if he hadn't, oh, got those, I would have got out and walked. Right, yeah. I would have walked. You would have been more disappointed than any of us possibly could have been. Mitch, you would have been Ubering home. Honestly, I would have <laughs> just left. I thought you were gonna f- <laughs> with the escape pod tubes. So did I. Because yeah. you're like, how they do it? And I was thinking of like, okay, maybe that, like it had to have been like a, you know, those things on work sites where the like it's a yellow tube. The workers can sort of slide like a slippery slide kind oh, of like thing. Oh, like the Homeland Two. Yeah, that thing. It's for yeah. rubbish. Yeah, it's for rubbish. <laughs> I know, but it's on Homeland Two. They slide no, it's down. Not. It's a slippery slide. Hey, movies it. are right. And on this, <laughs> what are you? What are you trading? Think you work so hard for? You got a slippery yeah. slide that you can work in all day. Hey, if Homeland has taught me anything, boys, it's that. So don't. With me, all right? It's the best part of how the play. How many movies have you watched, and that's how they get away from trouble? That's yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. The best, Everyone's doing it wrong. The best part of a plane crash landing in the water is, is the slide you get to get out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's time for the get, get into, into gate. Surprise, hey, mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> Surprise. 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 Yeah, that's probably would be better. So we've decided that we're going to try and do the Harry Mailbag weekly. Yeah. Try and keep on top of all this. I mean, everyone. Wonderful mail. I mean, we'd. Everyone loves to empty their bag weekly, right? I have a weekly, yeah, I have a weekly mailbag. I mean, I'd empty it daily if I could, and sometimes yeah. I do, but just at home by myself. <laughs> no, what, do, what do you mean by that? That double entendre. I've told work. you not to leave us out of that either. <laughs> well, like, it's better when we're. Around. Oh, I've got videos I can show you. So we got a couple of iTunes reviews. One's really good. I want to wait for Reese to come back, so we read this one. But this one 
is from Dave Hancock on iTunes. Five stars. Five stars just isn't enough. It's that awesome. Legend. Whether you've been a Stargate fan for 20 years or nervously taking your first step through the event horizon, this is the podcast for you. The Get Into Gate team veteran knowledge of all things Stargate, fresh perspective, quality banter, balanced with some serious topics. Some, I reckon. In, <laughs> I added that bit. In-depth discussion of Grogan's, absolutely, both the character and what would happen when one slides or slops through the Stargate. Or rings, for that matter, which we've discussed this episode. Mm-hmm. And genius love for the show delivers week after week of gold that somehow continues to get better after more than 100 episodes. Why wait? Get into gate. Keep it up, boys. Wow. Dave Hancock. Well, no. That's a bad great I always love when they bring in like terminology from the show mm. uh, as part of their, their vernacular. Absolutely. That, a little bit that, of that person's a solid fan. There is another review. I want to wait for Reese. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Um, Which we, isn't as good as Dave Hancock's, I'm going to say uh, that straight away. We Speaking of not as good as Dave Hancock's review, we've got a couple of uh, uh, comments and, and respondents to um, Brendan's Daniel Jackson tribute, his Elton John oh, tribute. Oh, the Ode to Daniel, yeah, one of the of great songs. <laughs> it's been very, been very polarising. I mean, I've been humble, guys. Yeah. But on, it's the greatest song ever made. <laughs> on uh, Twitty, uh, t- Twitty. <laughs> Twitter, Holly Corbett Twitty. says, uh, uh, at the Brennan Gibson doing a rendition of Elton John's Daniel on Get Into Gate is quite possibly the best fan main tribute I've ever heard. Next level, amazing. Wow. Obviously, she was joking. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> um, like, no, she wasn't. You, <laughs> <laughs> you sent us a screenshot of that and you followed it up with a kid crying, like your best yeah. fan made tribute? Question mark. I think I sent that just... to Holly as well because yeah. I was like, yes. I've made a lot of tributes. <laughs> she was joking. But no, that's fine. That's fine. It's Clear tuck, tongue in cheek. <laughs> and uh, old mate, uh, you guys call him Eric Fusco. I prefer to call him Eddie Fusco. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> he says, are you guys familiar with the American slang douche chills? <laughs> if not, it's the same feeling you had listening to the Daniel song parody. It's not a parody. I don't know where you're getting this from. <laughs> yeah, that's incorrect there, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Eric, whatever your real name is. Yeah. How's your mum, by the way? Um, <laughs> oh, a, bit of, a bit of fun. bit yeah. of fun. Well, it's funny you mentioned mums. Uh, <laughs> is it? Okay. Because on uh, uh, Brennan's been in charge of been doing this amazing uh, poll that's been running, like a character v. character poll that we've been running on our Facebook page for the last couple of weeks. Which oh, is awesome, which is causing no controversy because everyone's None taking it exactly the way that it's intended. <laughs> yeah. no, not, the only yeah. thing that got me really pissed off, if I can just jump in there really quick, is the latest yeah. poll. And I had, to, I had to voice my concerns. Thankfully, which it was one is like, that? Walter versus Thor. Yeah, look, that's the that's, way the cookie crumbles, mate. Know, we're into round two now. That was hard. We're in round two. I've actually had happen. to abstain from some. I've voted on most of them, but a couple, <laughs> a couple, I've just had to abstain. I just went, you know what? I can't choose. <laughs> yeah. Like when I got to O'Neill yeah. v Mayborn, I'm just like, you know what? I can't choose. Mm. I can't choose. I'm not going yeah. to. I mean, people get quite upset. Mm. I was, I was. Who does this? I don't think anyone thinks about it. Mm. I was, I was. No, I haven't thought about it. I've <laughs> thought nothing about it. Just, just quietly, I was. Just quietly, I was extremely pissed when we are lost to Baal. I was not. I, happy about I was. That. I was expecting that. I wasn't. I yeah, wasn't. no, that's. that's no one anyway, likes you. Uh, that's if you enough. if you go and have a look at the young Johansson poll, uh, those characters from Stargate Universe, for those yeah. who are unaware. Yeah, that's me. Um, we get uh, uh, a comment here from someone called Linda Barney, and she says, "Hi, Dan. How are you? Kiss, 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 kiss." <laughs> to which our old mate Dan Pucci replies, "This is my mum." <laughs> 
So Dan, Dan Pucci's mum has um, gotten onto Facebook. Probably doesn't quite I think, understand I think it Dan, yet. Dan shared the post and then mm. Dan's mum Yeah, and then on. she's commented on it. <laughs> yeah. But it's commented on our post, not his shared post. Yeah. So Linda then says, uh, LOL, sorry, Dan, is this your Star Trekky thing? Kiss, kiss. <laughs> uh, and then Dan replies, no, mum, this is someone else's Stargate thingy. Uh, say hello, they're Australian. <laughs> <laughs> to which his mum replies, oops. Boy, this is unbelievable. I'm not making this up either. Uh, Linda then replies, oops, sorry, hello, Australia. Uh, and then a few of our listeners jump in and say, hi. Pooch goes, nice. Nice. Uh, so nice a few mom. people are, you know, hi, Dan's mum, all that kind of stuff. And, and then she replies to some of them. Holly said, hi, Dan's mum, to which she says, hi, Holly, how are you and where are you? So, um, you gotta love mums on Facebook, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah. They're so, taking so over. Not only is Pooch one of our favourites, but I think his mum is now one of our favourites as well. Yeah. Well, until she sends us a voicemail, <laughs> yeah, Dan, will, Dan will probably come first. That's true. But she could out Pooch the Pooch, and that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Imagine that on a Stargate poll. The Pooch versus Mama Pooch. Oh, I thought you, oh, I thought you were going to say yeah. imagine Dan's mum on a pole. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh, Come on, buddy. No. Oh, shit. Chris Birch hit us up on Facebook. The oh. Serpent's Venom, he says. Catching up uh, with the last year plus worth of uh, getting the gate. Just finished season four and had to see if Wizard was on Pandora, right? Of course, Wizard being the uh, the masterful band right. that gave us uh, Serpent's the the Serpent's Venom. Dum, dum, dum. So they are, and along with having a couple other track names as shared title episodes, there's also a few choice track names that are good for a chuckle. And so he's just sent on their sort of back catalogue. They've got Thor's Hammer remastered. Yeah. Uh, the first one. I didn't see that. I don't think I'll ever listen to that one. <laughs> Zing! Oh, you Meta. <laughs> you Very meta. I like freak. it. Caught in the act. Oh, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. On your knees. Well, we've all been <laughs> remastered. Reese isn't here, to be honest. <laughs> on your knees remastered. Pounding the night. Oh, huh. great that's people. A good, that's a good playlist, actually. Yeah. Caught in the act on your knees, pounding in the night. Yeah, the first one. There's a playlist. The first <laughs> With your like. Thor's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an end of season wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's split over, a, well, I mean, just from the artwork alone there, that looks like it's split over a couple of different albums is, as well. Yeah. So, Wizard with the back catalogue. Go well check done. them out. Great people in Germany. I mm-hmm. love the Germans. <laughs> oh, one of the OGs written back. Ashley OG. Hello again, she says. It's been a while. How are things? That's great. See? She just naturally assumes we're going well. She left a space for us too there. Exactly, yeah. Which I think was very considerate. Not big enough, considering there's, you know, four, sometimes five of us. It's never big enough. Who, me? I'm good too. (laughs) Thanks for asking. So she's having a one way conversation. It's fantastic because we're like friends, mate. I'm a little tired at the moment. I've decided that 1 a.m. was a good time to combine all five seasons so far into a spreadsheet with colors that match the DVD cover art. Spreadsheet. She should join our show. Not only is she doing things at 1 a.m., but she's Absolutely. whacking the spreadsheet. Talk dirty to it. Brendan with spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done the top three overall uh, of all the seasons yet because I haven't got that far. I spent far too much time on colours and readability than actual stuff that translate effectively over an audio medium. And as I've done with past seasons, a short description on why they are in that order. So she's actually broken down her top seven, middle seven, and horseshit seven, as we like to call it. it. Um, so I mean, but full not dis- only that, just done a full kind of paragraph per episode mm. of what she thought, which mm. is pretty amazing. There's a lot of content here, and I think, Ash, you should write a blog. I'm not even joking. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people would like to read this. Obviously, we can't say all of it on on air for for time constraints, but if you want, you can do like a word 
thing or whatever they do, WordPress. We'll share that on the Facebook site. Yeah, that's good great. Good quality. Because this is, it's honestly more work than we put into a Totally, app. totally. Like, <laughs> we Mitch rock, does it on the day. Yeah, we just rock it and Sometimes have a rank. Sometimes during the show. <laughs> Sometimes. We just rock it and have a rank together. We don't really put <laughs> much prep correct. into it. You know, we like to get caught up in the moment. Yeah. So, um, but otherwise, no, she um, just a bit of a teaser for uh, that uh, hopeful blog that she'll uh, that she'll put up her uh, her top three and bottom three, pretty much on par with us actually. What we did a couple of weeks ago, her bottom three, uh, third worst was Ascension, <laughs> then the Fifth Man, yeah, and Sentinel was uh, was the Solid. worst one, <laughs> and top three uh, Meridian. Yep. Which I don't think made our top three. It was in, the, it was up there somewhere. Mm, uh, yeah. Enemies and thresholds as a uh, as a part one, part two, which we didn't do. We had Summit and Last Stand as a yeah. double up, but enemies mm. and threshold, which they do obviously carry over with the brainwashing thing. But she has put them together. Last Stand is so good. And yeah, well, Summit Last Stand was uh, was my top. I think it was the collectively the second best episode uh, yeah, of our show. It was my second, and one. it was your second one. So she's got that as her uh, as a number one. So uh, Ashley O, the OG, chuck it up in a uh, in a blog. And um and send us a link and we'll mm. uh, we'll share it and share your thoughts on all the episodes like you've done here and um, post it to everyone. Uh, speaking of people making uh, contact, these guys have reached out and uh, joined our Patreon page, which we do thank you plenty of getting involved. Just uh, since uh, since we're really kicking off season six and ending season five, so big thanks to uh, first up to Nick Roger. Gave it a Roger. good. Ro- Nick's been giving, he's been giving a good rogering. Um, so thank Absolutely. you for uh, for joining the. Oh, depending uh, what he pledges, he can give me a good rogering if he wants. And sometimes not even. It's just, yeah. you know, hey, you know, if you're in town, Callum McReachin. Ooh, Reachy, reach like around and get one. the rogering. Um, so <laughs> we're making a great community. Catherine Norris, uh, Kelly W. I like that. Doesn't need to give us the last name. Just W. Sounds like some kind of alias. Like Kelly that. W. So it's a fake name, Kelly. It's a fake <laughs> yeah. name. And uh, Nicholas Wood. Wood, McReach, well, and Roger. Major Wood. There's a, a very, uh, yeah, Major Wood. It's a very sexual <laughs> well, new group of patrons. That writes itself. There might be some fanfic in that. Thank you for jumping on board, and uh, welcome to the wonderful world that is uh, regular updates on the Gibson Brothers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of Wood, a special shout out to uh, our one of our guest uh, guests, guest guests, yeah. guest fistpens. Uh, Craig, our uh, military expert, uh, just become a father for the first time. Oh, oh so congratulations. Wow. Well, so congratulations, nice. little baby boy. Um, and you know, we never saw him again. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to see him for two months because I haven't got my um. Oh, your jab, my jabs. Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're I, was, I was about to go. <laughs> blue card or? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's episode 114 of Get Into Gate. We will be back next week to talk the episode that is called Let It Go, Let It Go. <laughs> Frozen. Yes. <laughs> Not the movie, even though a sequel's coming out at the end of the year. So uh, get set, parents of young daughters. <laughs> it starts all over again. But we get to talk about Stargate Frozen. So join us back next week. Until then, you can check out all of our old episodes on all of our podcasting channels. As I walked into the studio to record this episode, one of my coworkers said, Oh, get in the gate. Where can I find that? And I'm like, Everywhere. <laughs> you want a podcast? Now, if one of your workmates doesn't know where to find Get in the Gate, you are not doing your job properly. That's true. He does make a good point. (laughs) You know what? Actually, I did do a good job. 
promoting this show on my radio station, and I'm going to play that for you guys next week. Boom. Okay? Oh. I'll prove that I'm promoting our show on probably the biggest platform that I have. So you can check that out next well done, week. Sir. Get in touch with us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the socials. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Drop us a long-form line, getintogate at gmail.com, or you can be like Roger and Major Wood and uh, Catherine there, even Kelly W., even if you don't have a real yeah. name or half a name, join us at uh, patreon.com forward yeah. slash get into into Patreon. Oh, well done. Oh, love it. You can um, yeah lower your morals and descent into what is... Ooh. Yeah, it's probably the most Patreon. <laughs> at... <laughs> Description <laughs> you've ever given. Descend into the one and only place you can find the Gibson podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, find us all individually. You want to come and talk some gates or pretty much anything. Social media, we're, we're an open book. And uh, you know, take advantage of that. I'm Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Matty. At High Pitch Matty. Brendan. At the Bren Gibson. Reese isn't here. You can check him out. What, the Flying Gibson? You flying know. Cuckold. Yeah, sure. Something <laughs> like that. You know it's true, Reese. Lincoln, where are you at? At Link underscore Lewis. And it was so that. hard not yeah. to do it. <laughs> you probably thought, oh, at least we're not tagging Reese, so it's not the Brennan yeah. Gibson, the Flying Gibson, and then I threw it out. You're like, damn it, my preparations. Thank God. Oh, my brain. <laughs> we'll catch you back next week for Frozen. And for those wondering, it was a Congress of Baboons. Oh, oh. wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Get into Geek.